and welcome to Way Too Seriously, the podcast where we watch kids' movies and then take them way too seriously. I'm Paul Moffat. I'm Jan Moffat. And this week we watched and we'll be talking about Mulan. Jan, do you want to tell us a bit about this movie? It's not Mulan. It's not a bit of cow. Mulan? Mulan? It's Mulan. Mulan. Mulan is a 1998 Disney movie. It was directed by Tony Bancroft and Barry Cook, with a story by Robert D. Sansuzzi, screenplay by Rita Hassau, Philip Lezebnik, Chris Sanders, Eugenia Bostwick-Singer, and Raymond Singer. That's a lot of people. It stars the lovely voice of Ming-Na Wen as Mulan, with singing voice of Mulan provided by Leia Salonga. Eddie Murphy, B.D. Wong, Miguel Ferrer, June Foray, Jerry Tondo, James Hong, Subtech O, Pat Morita, George Takei, etc., etc. Paul, what's the plot of Mulan? Fa Mulan is a girl who feels that she does not fit into the expectations that her family and society have for her. When China is invaded by the Huns, the Emperor conscripts a man from every family to join his army, and Mulan takes the place of her elderly, injured father to fight on behalf of her family in disguise as Ping, a boy. Mulan befriends the Soldiers wins the heart of the possibly bisexual captain and uh, saves all of China and wins honor for her family. The end. The end. That whole possibly bisexual you just kind of checked in there. (laughs) It's true, but we'll talk about that a little later. We will. Maybe Um, I should not have thrown it in at this point. Nah, it's fine. Maybe it belongs later in the podcast. Pretty much canon. Yep. So, objectively, how good of a movie is Mulan? I want to start objectively with the songs, with the music. Let's get down to business. Like, solid music in this movie. To defeat the Huns. Uh, I'll Make a Man Out of You is a great song. It just is a really good song. Mm -hmm. And so is A Girl Worth Fighting For. Mm-hmm. is like a great sing-alongable song. The music in this movie is really quite good. Yeah. You'll Bring Honor to Us All. It's like, great. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's a dragger No. I like, I like Reflection. Show. As well as the one song you didn't mention. Reflection. Is great. Is really well done. Mm-hmm. So the music is really good. What else? Animation. How's Beautiful. the animation? To be honest, like this is uh, Disney at its 2D animation height, I yep. think. We, th- there are just a few moments of like Mulan seeing herself in the sword. Yeah. And all the, the reflections throughout the movie are just phenomenal. They're really well done. They're really um, well crafted. And it's like the reflections throughout the movie you just said drew attention to, I think, exactly rightly. Uh, they're beautiful like composition but they're also throughout the entire movie like a uh 
motif mm-hmm. of imagery that they bring back in different ways again and again. And there's a number of lesser ones, like that's the major one. There's a number of lesser moments where an image gets repeated or a scene looks a little different, but happens again. Yeah. Uh, it was very well crafted visually throughout. Mm-hmm. We talk about uh, voice acting at this point. Often. Yeah. How's the voice acting in this movie? Ming-Na Wen is excellent. She's really good. She's really good. Uh, B.D. Wong as uh, Shang. Is it Shang? The main dude? Yeah. Is yeah, I think he's pretty great. Donny Osmond is the singing voice. Donny hey? Osmond is the singing voice. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, that's always weirded me out. Yep. Um, Eddie Murphy is doing his Eddie Murphy thing. Yeah. I actually think this is... I think this and Donkey and Shrek are, like, pretty solid Eddie Murphy roles in kids' movies. I don't think he overdoes it. I think he's funny. Like... <laughs> I I disagree. Okay. <laughs> I, I enjoy him in a lot of ways. I do think he's just a little grating. All right, that's it. Dishonor. Dishonor on your whole family. Make a note of this. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Dis- Shut up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's hilarious. There's a lot of hilarious things, but he he just grates a little on the on the movie. Okay, he could tone it down. He just could tone a it little. down just a smidge. There's just a smidge okay. too much Eddie Murphying. Fair enough. I think basically, uh, in terms of objective quality, Mulan is a solid Disney movie. Mm-hmm. We can talk about writing a bit. It's pretty well plotted. Yeah. It has not... A, I mean, it relies a lot on Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphiness for comedy. Absolutely, yeah. A little bit on the three men in the army have their, like, slapstick humor. Yeah. But yeah, basically, Eddie Murphy is the comedy in this movie. It's, otherwise, it's not... If you took him out, it's not very funny at all. Mm-hmm. And if you don't find him funny, it's not very funny. So, non-objectively, how much did you enjoy Mulan this evening? Quite a lot, actually. Mulan is not one of my favorite Disney movies, or has historically not been one of my favorite movies, right? Mm -hmm. So when we sit down to watch Mulan, I don't go into it being like, oh yeah, Mulan's the best. It just, I don't know, was under my radar or whatever. But we just watched it and like, I really did enjoy it. How about you? Yeah, I love Mulan, especially the songs. I um, definitely did not see this until my adulthood. It came out when I was 17-ish. And so I was just at that age where I wouldn't watch the newest Disney movie. And so then it took me a long time to ever see it. But, and then I had friends who were so into it, who were like, this is the greatest one. I was okay, I guess I'll watch this. And then, yeah, I really have liked it since then. I... I like the empowerment of it. I like a lot of the serious aspects of it, as well as it just being a fun movie. So then let's move into the way 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 too seriously portion of our show. Let's indeed. This is a, like, I have to say, 
maybe one thing before we really get into the way too seriously, which is just we both sat down to watch this movie and said to each other, like, have we really not talked about way too ser- about Mulan on way too seriously? I feel like we have. And it's because this is one of the movies that prompted us to want to make this podcast in the first place. Yeah. Because we can't watch Mulan without having way too seriously conversations about it. They just usually haven't been in front of a microphone. So now with microphones, I know many of the things that you want to talk about. Where do you want to start? Well, I think, I mean, Mulan has so much that it's going to be hard to get into every single aspect of the seriousness. So yeah, we'll just do our best. I think that at the end of this, there's going to be things that we just don't forget to talk about or don't talk about. Yep. And if you if people want to continue the conversation, they can over on Twitter. So let's get into, I mean, let's get into what Mulan is saying about women. All right. First, I think, because that's mostly where this movie starts. Yeah, that's the like... A central explicit theme of this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, this movie was written, the story is written by Robert uh, Susi. What's his name? Robert D. Sansusi. Uh, we have a couple of his books mm-hmm. on our bookshelf, and they also, same kind of theme. Both mm-hmm. the books that we have have the same kind of like, essentially boil it down to. A woman or girl who uh, people think can't do things because she's a woman does things, although she's a woman. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So that's like the uh, stated central theme of Mulan, mm-hmm. right? And it's based on an actual Chinese story. Yeah. And it ver- it uh, deviates from that, but it is based on, just to be clear. Yes. And it is about, it's about choosing to buck both tradition and gender roles and all sorts of things, but bucking it in order to uphold the tradition. What do you mean by that? Because uh, what she's trying to do is keep her family's honor. Right, And so the minute they discover even that Mulan has gone off dressed as a boy and gone out to the army, they don't go after her. Even though they know the second she's left, they don't go after her because to go after her is to potentially sentence her to death, but also to dishonor her and dishonor the entire family. Right. And her, uh, her choice is to to do this to save her father, to um, make sure her family isn't dishonored by her father not serving or by her father dying very quickly because he's uh, injured. Mm-hmm. But also, it is to prove herself. It is to prove that she is strong, she is capable, she is a whole person despite not fitting into the woman... Uh, box in this society. So we have like, I mean, we start off with her ready to be a bride and meet the the matchmaker and she doesn't meet, we're, we're told pretty explicitly, she doesn't meet the societal expectations for a woman. Mm-hmm. For kind of ill-defined reasons, but, you know, like, 
She just kind of doesn't. Yeah. Right? She's, so her- a bit, she's a bit rough and tumble. She's a bit klutzy, I guess, is kind of the... Yeah. Look, she doesn't fit into the society societal expectations for a woman. Um, and so she goes... It's kind of... Uh, I like the way at the end of the movie, she's like, I said that I did this to save my father, but actually I did it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe I didn't go for my father. Maybe what I really wanted was to prove I could do things right. So when I looked in the mirror, I'd see someone worthwhile. So she's motivated by like trying to find herself worth. And she finds it outside the prescribed gender, the prescribed gender roles. That's all interesting. There's a question in a movie like this. um, Basically, there's a few different ways you can approach this kind of movie. And you can either write and present this kind of movie as it, as these gender roles are mistakes. Mm -hmm. Or you can present it as this individual is a very special individual who does not fit into the gender roles. Hmm. I think that uh, one of the nit- one of the issues I have with Mulan in serious terms is I think it does the second, hmm. not the first. Interesting. I don't think this movie's message, what it wants it to be is uh, that uh, these gender roles are not, are stifling. But what it ends up being is Mulan is a unique individual. Which is, like, not a bad theme, but that ends up being, like, the gender roles are great for almost everyone. Right? I guess so. I think it's complicated in the cultural context of, uh, she's never doing it for, I mean, she kind of is at the end saying, I did it for my own reasons, but the stated reasons are also for everything she does, she wants to uphold her family's honor. So and specifically not, her father's honor. Specifically she's her father's textually honor. textually says... Yes, but the matchmaker thing was family's honor. Right, okay. Everything she's doing is specifically to regain her family's honor. So she is both, like, that's what everyone else is doing too. Hmm. So she might be a unique individual in what she chooses to do, but we have no insight into whether other women are also just doing what they need to do to restore their family's honor. They're just better at it. Yeah. In terms of the matchmaking thing. Yeah, totally. They just happen to be better at it than, than Mulan. And, but we don't... But I think there is a hint that, like, if Mulan feels this way, any woman might. Is there? That's what I think is missing from this movie. I don't think there... I think, like, we can bring outside knowledge the in. The grandmother feels like she is so encouraging of Mulan to be this way that I feel like she felt this way when she was young, too. It's kind of like almost exactly like the grandmother in Moana. Yeah, it really is. It's not quite as explicit. I, it feels to me like this is a uh, template for, Mul- for Moana. Mm-hmm. In some ways. In some ways. I just, I basically, yeah, I think that uh, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more possibility that Mulan isn't absolutely unique because I think we can, I think what the movie actually shows us 
is not anything about anyone else hmm. being like Mulan. Yeah. I mean, you may be right. I think... Of, sorry, go. I think that this movie is a good role model, however. Yes. In that for little girls who feel like they don't fit in or feel like they maybe want to dress as a boy, they have this role model. Or even like... Because... In Mulan's specific case, it's dressed as a boy and it's even more specifically dressed as a soldier. Mm-hmm. But I think what that definitely as a role model is like little girls watching this or little boys watching this, frankly, mm-hmm. who don't feel in ways subtle and profound, who don't feel like they fit into their family and society's expectations of what they're supposed to be. Not just around gender but including around gender i think this is uh an encouraging representation and role model for that mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah absolutely but that brings me to another to another kind of question i have about mulan which is it falls into some the pattern that we see in this kind of movie that the explicit theme is about mulan um triumphing over systemic societal misogyny. Mm -hmm. And so they show us a lot of systemic societal misogyny. Yes. You know? And they don't say that it's good, but there's a lot of, like, you need to teach your daughter to be silent when a man is is, uh, talking, uh... She, you know, the ancestors are like, she's going off being a cross-dresser. They like, they reproduce a lot of that and some of it ends up being undermined by the movie. But a lot of it goes, a lot of it goes basically unaddressed and is dealt with by the central themes of the movie, but not addressed in the moment mm-hmm. and like i think for a sophisticated movie that's not a problem but for a movie for children where like they might not have known that you know they might not have encountered these gender roles and stereotypes before and you're presenting them and building them up so you can tear them down and we've we've talked about this kind of thing on way too seriously before because I don't think it's a simple solution. I don't think it's a simple answer, but I always wonder whether it is a net good to show these uh, stereotypes and um, strict gender roles and societal cultural misogyny to children specifically. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think that you're kidding yourself to think they aren't going to see this anyway. Yeah. Especially this kind of, maybe eventually, but maybe not. I think that certain things they're exposed to, like things we've talked about before make sense. I think Mulan is not really showing things they may not already know. And also it's a foreign uh, time period. And for a lot of people, it's a foreign culture. Mm-hmm. So it's not something they put in the category of, this is how the world works. Right. It's a fiction world. 
And so they can look, so kids are smart enough to look at something and go fiction world, but. But like, okay, fair. But like one example of this presenting systemic misogyny so you can tear it down. We, we praised the songs and I do praise the songs. I think they're great songs, but at least two of the songs when you're listening to a playlist, when you're singing them out of context, just have straight up misogynistic messages. Yes, that's true. I'll make a man out of you. Did they send me daughters when I asked for sons? I'm going to like very explicitly that song is about how uh, women are not valuable. Men are valuable and uh, male people who are not skilled and valuable are less manly. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's just a song that comes on a playlist and you sing along like, Did they send me daughters when I asked? It comes on a playlist. If you live play- in our house. If it was on a playlist, if you live in our house. <laughs> and then the other one, like a girl worth fighting for, does have Mulan be like, what about a girl who always speaks her mind? Mm-hmm. But a lot of the song yeah. is just about, like, a woman's a prize. Yep. <laughs> you know, like. And I understand in the context of the movie. It, yeah, it's about Ms. Mulan standing out and feeling uncomfortable and being different. And the make a man out of you is... Li- supposed to be literal making Mulan into a man. Yeah. But yeah, you've got a good point. And there are several points in this movie where it's ref- refer to- referring to men as ladies or women or daughters is demeaning and insulting. Just yeah. by virtue of comparing a man to a woman, you're degrading him, which is to say being a woman is degrading. And they're, Which I is think, a major problem. Well, and I think they do that deliberately to be like Mulan is there in her actions demonstrating the lie in that. Mm-hmm. And if this was an adult movie, I wouldn't complain about that at all. Mm-hmm. But for kids, I just have concerns. Yeah. You know? It's a good point. So should we move on to some of the other serious aspects of it? Yeah, well, connected to gender, I just want to be like, on its surface, this is about uh, Mulan trying to uh, move outside of gender roles. But this is also like, um, not a big stretch that this is actually about uh, being transgender. Yeah specifically yeah right and and the song a reflection on this watching especially like it there's a way to read that song when will my reflection show who i am inside like i see myself and the text later says like i saw myself someone i want to see someone value with value and the societal systemic misogyny teach is teaching her that women can't have value so she wants to be someone valuable when she sees her reflection. But that imagery also is like, 
I would look in the mirror and see a girl and that's not who I feel like I am inside. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that the story is not about Mulan dressing as a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's about Mulan, as you said, I'll make a man out of you. It's about Mulan becoming a man. Yeah. And that, I don't know if I have a lot uh, to say more about that than what we already said. It's just like a, a layer of meaning in this movie that uh, often just surprisingly doesn't get talked about considering that it's right there. I think that surprisingly, this movie wouldn't get made these days because of it being too political. Because they're making they would a live be, action Mulan right now. They are. That's true. Live action is different. Yeah, and it's also a remake of what they have already made. I don't think they would make a new cartoon about someone that had transgender themes because it would be deemed too political. Right. They did it back then because they didn't realize how political it could be, and it's sad. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I wish they would make more things with transgender themes, but. Or that people would really extra notice and be like, oh, they're doing this on purpose to whatever. Yeah. But I like, I definitely like the idea of uh, people being able to watch this and really see themselves and find and being able to relate to a character who doesn't fit what they, their perception of themselves. And that includes trans people. Right. Um, you mentioned earlier about... Uh, Li Shang being the bisexual hero. Uh, right, because, I mean, like, again, to spell out the obvious, he gets to know and uh, fall in love with Mulan thinking that Mulan is Ping. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you can't really skate past that. He is in love with her before he finds out that she's a woman. Yeah. And then still in love with her. It doesn't matter to him. Yeah. I mean, he feels disappointed and betrayed when he finds out she's a woman and then decides to love her anyway. Yeah. And like, (laughs) disappointed and betrayed in a lover kind of way. Yeah. And I think that is also a really positive representation of someone who uh, shows that you can love someone even when they're, even when they change, even when they change genders. Sure. Which once again, I think, think would be too political for nowadays. That's, would, and maybe I'm wrong. It'd be divisive. Maybe I'm naive. I feel like that is a theme that the movie is kind of doing accidentally. I think so too. Uh, I don't, I think that the trans themes are too present not to be deliberate. Mm-hmm. Like the reflection song. Yeah. It's just so, when you see it, that it's so overt. Yeah. <laughs> but th- that like... Shang uh, being attracted to Mulan when he thinks that she's Ping, I think is uh, the the movie is like, oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, whether it was an accident or not, it's there. Mm-hmm. The la- they're like, do we want to talk about the scene near the end where the her friends all dress in drag? Yeah, I think we do. Because I have complicated feelings about that. Tell me your feelings. Because we've, we've talked about this before, about like the funny cross-dressing scenes that are insulting. But I'm not sure this is one. Because this one is, uh, they're doing the same thing as Mulan. They're not degraded dressing like women. 
they use it as an infiltration tactic, as a right. distraction for stupid soldiers. And then they throw their fruit at them and it's over. I feel like it's, they're never, they're not really making fun of each other when they're dressed as women. That's true. The audience is invited to laugh at kind of the idea of it, but I don't think they're actually, it's as problematic as it is in other movies. And like, what would make it more problematic is if they were all like, oh, I can't believe I have to do the, never speak of this to anyone. Yeah. Which they don't. They don't at all. No. The jokes are like, there's a joke in the fact that they are unattractive women and the soldiers are attracted to them. Mm -hmm. There's a joke in the soldiers being stupid, like connected to that. There's a joke in the soldiers being stupid enough to fall for this ruse. Mm -hmm. You're right, though. I don't know that uh, it really is just them dressing as women is inherently funny. I don't think that's the joke. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Okay. I think it, in a good way, almost achieves the same thing as Mulan dressing as a man. In a minor way. In a minor way. Yeah. So I feel like we need, we're ignoring the elef- one of the elephants in the room. Yeah, I just wanted to deal with all the gendery things before we shifted gears. Yeah. What's the elephant in the room? Race. Yes. Is this movie actually Chinese? No. Well, no. Is this movie portraying China in a respectful way? I think... Um, I think there's two levels to that, right? Because we have the Chinese characters and we have the Huns. Mm-hmm. And mostly, I think, uh, they're presenting China as, like, a place. And the characters as characters. Mm-hmm. And they... From my perspective as a white guy, so bear that in mind, but mostly I think that uh, the treatment of China in the Chinese characters is pretty good. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think there are some exceptions to that rule, but I do think that they aren't Chinese stereotypes. No. Which is good. The major characters, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm calling incorrectly the major characters are played by asian actors except eddie murphy except eddie murphy and a lot of the minor characters aren't like harvey keitel is the guy uh no not harvey keitel what's the other guy with the gruff with the growly voice who anyway most of her friends are played by white actors and the villains all if i recall correctly are voiced by white actors so like there is some uh roles given to act to asian actors but not entirely Mm -hmm. mostly the chinese characters i'm pretty uh i feel pretty good about but the huns i think are a problem in this movie Mm. because while mulan and her family i think are not chinese stereotypes 
The Huns are like yellow eyes and fangs, and they're monstrous. And I get that they're villains, but they pile a lot of uh, monstrous Asian stereotypes, visual stereotypes, onto the Huns. Mm-hmm. I remember Absolutely. Stan Lee once saying in an interview about, like, back in World War II when you had a character who was Japanese, there were two kinds of Japanese characters, fangs or buck teeth. Yeah. Um, and the Huns are, like, straight out of that yeah. <laughs> tradition. Fangs. Fangs. Yeah. Right? And I, I think it's a major problem. Yeah. And they're much more, like, even, they're much yellower skin tone, they're, like, very, very visually other from the Chinese, which I guess is fine, because they're villains. You mm-hmm. want to recognize, in, by looking at the characters, that they're villains. I understand that. But they do it along very racialized lines. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I agree that that's a, a real problem. And you can say, like, oh, they look other because they're, you know, they're the villains and we want them to look villainous. But I think about um, Pocahontas. Right. Where the villains are white. They don't look like a vampire. Right. They just look like a, you know, regular person who is also a villain. So to take this, to make the Huns look straight up like vampire animalistic monstrous monstrous people is is a racial statement that is is racist yeah yeah yep i don't know like we avoided talking we i don't know if i have more to say about that yeah I read a I read something recently that was like don't say racially charged just say racist and I'm like yeah you're right this is just just straight up racist <laughs> yeah race isn't like something you could fill something up with race racial <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you yeah if you think about take that racially charged literally it starts to demonstrate what a stupid phrase it is yeah <laughs> oh I wanted to you were t- saying buck teeth versus fanged the army guy like the scribe for the emperor right is the buck tooth side that so you true. do have both sides of those stereotypes most of the people aren't stereotypes but you do have two instances of it in this movie yeah and he also he's falls very much along those lines he falls very much along the lines of like effeminate asians he's high-voiced uh weakling mm-hmm. who's like this is a racist stereotype that they're just stick in the middle of the movie for yucks mm-hmm. exactly yucks by which i mean yuck 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 not like gross although it is also gross <laughs> <laughs> so is mulan good is mulan seriously good mulan is good mulan is good i don't hesitate at all to call it good yeah is mulan seriously good i'm just not sure all the things i said about uh reproducing misogyny to tear it down i'm 
just not sure what I think about that still. Yeah. I don't... And when I say I'm not sure what I think about that, that isn't code for, like, I definitely think it's bad. I'm not sure whether that falls more to the good or to the bad. I just haven't figured that out yet. How about you? I think that this movie makes so many good statements. Uh-huh. But it is marred by misogyny that you that it's fighting itself with and with racism. So I feel like it, it can't be seriously good, but I don't feel like it's seriously bad either. I, like, I think that it has enough going for it that that we have to go with, like, medium. I basically think, and I may change my mind about this, I'm so tentative about it, but I basically think that it's seriously good on gender, but seriously bad on race. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, that's definitely the place I would go with it. Because the Huns are terrible. Mm-hmm. Right? So we just got to even it out with medium, I guess. I guess we do. I guess it's seriously medium. Okay. Okay. So Mulan, good. Seriously medium. As I said before, I'm sure there is so much more to talk about with Mulan. If you'd like to continue this conversation, you can do so on Twitter at WTScast. You can email us waytoseriouslycast at gmail.com. We have Reddit and Facebook and Instagram and all those things. The links are in our show notes, which Mm -hmm. are in your podcast player of choice (laughs) or on the website where you are, I assume. (laughs) All right. Well, I've been Paul Moffat. I've been Jan Moffat. And I'll make a Jan out of you. Bum, bum, bum. You know, because I'll make it's a joke on man. I'm already a Jan. I'll make a Jan out of you. Ah! <laughs>